You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. There goes the encoder, and we are up. What's going on? Thanks for hanging out with us. This is the IT and the D Show, episode 371. Hanging out in our quarantined homes. This is Bob, the sales guy. That is which, David Geek. Which, let's Ran be real, we're, we're, we're never going to get out of, apparently. Never, ever, ever going to get out of. <laughs> this chair is a lot more comfortable than that office fit, $40 office chair in the uh, studio. Hey, they were, they were, they were $80. Don't, don't get snippy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and oh. By the way, we have a guest this week. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm actually excited. I'm sorry. Were you were you channeling your uh, your Gary Paulette there? Or is that what you're doing? Inner Gary, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we're, uh, we're super excited. Uh, Paul Blatt's on the horn from uh, JBS Human Services. Never a dull moment with Paul in the house. And uh, has pages and pages of notes of all the good things he's doing, which I not read, have not read yet. Um, but I'm sure he'll fill us in. Uh, find us online, itandtheD.com. Do us a favor, give us a like on the socials, and subscribe to us everywhere. Find podcasts ourselves. Uh, yeah, and uh, nothing's changed on the events front. Go figure. Um, if if we're not in the studios, we are damn sure not having events, um, which which is sad because yeah, I mean it's dude, it's it's been February since we've like hung out on mass and and had a drink with folks and said hey and and clapped each other on the back and. And, and it's probably not happening this year, but it is what it is. So, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. And, you know, again, we've talked about it before, but like doing the whole networking thing over Zoom is kind of like doing a first grade uh, class on Zoom um, where everybody's screaming to be heard and no one is. Uh, Which, yeah. I mean, I, dude, I've got a third grader and it's terrible. And, 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 and for what it's worth, the only thing that would make it worse is, uh, anybody with a child, uh, that has a band class and has a recorder, uh, currently in their home. Um, my, my, my thoughts and prayers, cause I'm, I'm dealing with that myself. And that's, uh, the, the struggle is real. <laughs> uh, ukulele in the house. Oh, uh, <laughs> teaching how to play Don Ho or, uh, <laughs> No, I got one child to, we have the piano also, and I got mm-hmm. one child to play Flash Gordon, and then I don't care about the other two. As long as the one <laughs> kid played Flash Gordon. Like, as long as the one's willing to be your favorite and suck up to you however she can, that's yeah. Right. Play Flash Gordon. Okay, cool. The rest of you kids, no, you don't need to learn piano. I yeah, mine's uh, mine's actually building up a nice uh, nice '80s entire catalog. Uh, she plays "Take on Me." Uh, she plays "Don't Stop oh. Believing." Uh, she's uh, "Home Sweet Home." Uh, she's she's really she's cranking through them. It's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, Benny and the Jets, Gretchen could play also. Yeah, I, I think she's uh, basically auditioning uh, to be allowed to stay home the next time I have a party in the basement. I think that's that's what she's doing. That's yeah. <laughs> Paul, how you been, man? How's the quarantine treating you? Man, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm trying to think of all the things that my daughter hasn't entertained me with. Uh, she hasn't played an instrument for me. There's no, there's no bands going on here, but uh, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. I, uh, I sent my, my older one off to college to, uh, to try to avoid things that he's supposed to avoid, but I'm not sure how well he's doing there. And then I, I, I have a 15-year-old at home, so I can't even imagine – a third grader and trying to deal with that space. 
Well, no, I got a 16-year-old, a, a new 14-year-old, and a, a 6-year-old. So, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, 13 and 11 yeah. here, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought I heard third grader, and I'm like, holy cow. I have, I have a buddy that, that has four in elementary school. <laughs> that's that's just bad timing. That's 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 bad planning on someone's part. That's <laughs> I got real quick on a personal note. So my cousin in Canada, uh, they got four boys under the age of seven. Right? He calls me up and he says, "He goes, guess what?" I go, "Don't if you tell me Jen's pregnant, I'm killing you." And he goes, "She's pregnant. It's going to be a girl." So they're gonna, they got four boys under seven, oh. and they got a girl coming like in three months. <sighs> And I'm like, the humanity. Dude, buy buy a PlayStation. What's wrong with him? Like, get like. (laughs) I said a lot worse things. Trust me. Remember that one, uh, the best man speech I gave, where I said, "Yeah, sex is a pain in the ass. You're doing it the wrong way." I told him a second, "You're doing it the right way this time." This is what. Yeah. So (laughs) nice. (laughs) Trying to to be subtle here. Oh, God bless our guest with a sense of humor. So, hey, Paul. <laughs> so, no. So, I mean, let's talk about it. So, JVS Human Services, um, you know, we've had you guys on before. You guys do a lot of good stuff. And I guess, you know, let's let's start there. Like, how is helping people finding a job or, you know, making a career change, that kind of stuff going for you guys during all this chaos that's going on? So, you got, you, I think you had Jason on a while ago from our team. And, and you know, um, the one thing I, I'm, I'm so proud of is how quickly our team pivoted. Um, there's so much that, uh, that we never thought we could do. Well, you're going to say something smart ass, but you can't say pivot. Can't say pivot. No, I'm sorry. Is that no. like a drink? Am I supposed to drink? Is that, you know, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Do we have to get a couch out and start worrying that right. way? Bingo. It's like a buzzword bingo. Yeah. So um, they did a good job of changing. How's that? Is that allowed? Nah, there you go. In these unprecedented times. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> We're gonna we're about to have we're about to have paradigm shifts. We're about to have <laughs> But, but also the box. Our team did an amazing job of going one day telling me that that everything has to be in person. We can only help job seekers face to face. And a day and a half later, the entire team was out of their homes. They had computers set up in their homes, and they were still helping job seekers. And honestly, I think that's been one of the one of the biggest, I guess, eye openers uh, that's happened through all of this is people understanding. That yeah, dude, face to face is great, and there are there are some things that you definitely want to be face to face for. But by and large, a lot of what a lot of us do day to day, we can do from anywhere. And and this this has really hammered that point home for people. Yeah, yeah. I had one board member that like picked up and went to Maine, and his kids didn't miss a day in school. His, uh, you know, nothing changed in their lives other than they just weren't seeing the same people on a daily basis. So yeah, they were still working and going to school without a problem. Oh, yeah, I just found out uh, a guy that I work with. Basically, he and his wife bought an RV, uh, one of like, and then like super amped it up so it's got like its own built-in like cell, t- you know, little cell signal and Wi-Fi and all that other kind of stuff. They've got two kids. They're just driving around the country 
doing their thing. And, and, you know, the kids are still going to school every day. They're still going to work every day. I mean, it's, hey, if you've got the creativity and the willpower to do it, more power to you. Yeah. But, you know, I, my, our, one of the things that we're struggling with is, um, I think the whole world is, is kind of, um, paralyzed, right? So we're ready. We got people, we got our team ready. And job seekers don't know, or people don't know if they should be looking for a job um, that they that they need to do something. And that that's really a lot of the messaging that we want to be telling po- folks is, you know, get active, do stuff, right? Learn how to learn how to interview online. Learn how to do this Zoom thing. Learn how to even I know you said you can't network, but make connections and do some face to face with some folks. Um, and too many job seekers just are waiting yeah they're kind of stagnating yeah well and that's the weird part with the economy being down and people losing their jobs and stuff you have some industries are flourishing it's flourishing real estate and mortgages through the roof like like you know i've never seen before in my life um so yeah you have it's just kind of crazy you know who would have thought yeah and 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 so you know some people are hurting bad there's no question about it um, we all know the hospitality or industry is hurting really badly. Oh, uh, entertainment, entertainment, that whole space. Right. I mean, you guys can't have, you guys can't have your parties with everybody. Right. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, even if we wanted to have an event, which bars are open? Like, <laughs> and oh, by the way, we can only have 15 people show up. <laughs> so, I mean, that it's, but the, the most important thing is that when people are ready, that, you know, our team is ready to help them out. Um, yeah. So, and, and one of the things I noticed, uh, you know, just, you know, some of the, the pre-show banter and, and some of the, the pre-show notes and that kind of stuff that we're coming across is it seems like you guys are focusing pretty hard and heavy on women in transition right now, um, which is, you know, a, a, obviously a, a very hot topic. People, I mean, let's be real. I mean, one of the things that you've heard uh, over and over and over again through the course of uh, this entire quarantine period is hey, divorce rates are going up, relationships are breaking up, um, a lot of you know things are things are ending. People are in you know life changing situations, let alone career changing situations. Um, so, talk a little bit about what you've got going on in that space and 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 how you're focusing in there. So, you know, this is really new stuff. Um, we've only been doing it for like forty years. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, actually, this program, our Women to Work program. I mean, in the grand scheme of time, that's not very long. But <laughs> um, but uh, our Women to Work program uh, was originally a, a federally funded program called um, Displaced Homemakers. Okay. So very modern, very uh, hip space. Uh, <laughs> very time, very Mad Men. Very yeah. <laughs> at the time, it was when when women had to go to the workplace because of a divorce or a death of a spouse, right? That's the only time that women would be going to the workplace. I mean, I, that, it's kind of an exaggeration. It's changed a little bit. Yeah. I hear like, I see like um, June Cleaver in her dress vacuuming the living room kind of thing. Right. Passed away. Um, so we're glad we're not telling Ward, telling, telling Ward he was a little hard on the beaver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you couldn't handle that one, man. Uh, but but the other thing that we've seen in the last, yeah, no, I, I gotta leave that one. Uh, but <laughs> the other thing that we've seen is that another reason why women step out of the workplace in the last five, ten years 
was that they were caring for an older adult. So they they were taking care of their parents or an in-law or whoever it might have been and gave up their careers for a period of time um, and then returning to the workplace. So that's we, we've seen a lot of iterations of what that means for um, women in the workplace. Um, I don't know if you saw that article in Cranes a few weeks back that was talking about how for the first time in something like 40 years that women are not the majority of the workforce because so many women have had to step back because of, you know, caring for children and whatever else things that are going on right now. So, uh, you know, women are, are being impacted in a big way. I've, uh, well, you know, it's like I said, you know, right you know, before the show started, I was I was on a uh, on a school board meeting. And, and that's one of the big concerns, um, you know, that's, that's been going on about, you know, in school versus virtual and all that kind of stuff is, is it it is it is falling more and more on the women, uh, you know, the moms to take that step back and, and, and to figure out like either how to work from home or to walk away from the workforce entirely in order to make sure that things are, you know, the kids keep moving forward. So, so we're just glad that we're here, right? And we're here, We're glad that uh, our women to work program, it's a, it's a five week program. First time that we're doing it online. Um, but it's, it's really looking at career exploration uh, giving people confidence, people that have been out of the workplace for a period of time and uh, letting them know that they have skills to bring um, and that they can provide for themselves and their family. You know, hope is a big thing that we do. Uh, and uh, one of the ways that we're able to do that is uh, we have a, a we're coming on, I think it's our 12th anniversary of our trade secrets event. I was just going to go there. Yep. Yeah. And trade secrets um, the, the first one that we had, um, the, they didn't let any men in. They were like, this is a women's event. And it was like, wow. Um, they realized that, um, you know, they needed me there for a little eye candy. Um, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> so we, we start, we've opened it up since then for a little more uh, diversity in the room, uh, allowing men to be there. But uh, most importantly is that it's a strong woman. A uh, business person, uh, somebody that's been successful out in the workplace, that's sharing her secrets. Uh, this year, we have uh, Susie Fardman that's going to be sharing some stories with us. Um, and um, and and during the time, usually it's uh, an event that is five, six hundred people. Troy Marriott, uh, you know, nice glass of wine, beautiful raffles, all of that traditional fundraising stuff. Our committee has done an amazing job and uh, the belief that we're going to, we're going to take this thing and we're going to, we're going to do it remotely. We're going to have people in small groups in their homes, uh, groups of five or whatever people are comfortable with. We're going to, we're going to try to make this thing feel and, and, and get all the excitement from the large crowds and and kind of uh, broadcasting from different locations we're sending food to people's homes so they can. Um, That's cool. Event got bottles of wine sitting in folks' homes, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna still celebrate and raise money to help people and help the women that, that we've always been helping for the last forty years. So, and like you said, you know, it is a fundraiser. So, like, where I guess do people buy tickets? Is it a donation thing? Is it like what's how do people get engaged and help out? Yeah. So, I mean, donations are always welcome. Uh, we have tickets that will, 
um, afford them a gift bag. And it, um, one of our amazing sponsors is uh, Skinny Taste. Um, it's a, uh, I don't know what it is, but she's an amazing person that uh, has grown her business. She was one of our former speakers. They're t-shirts that keep everything in, I think is what they are. Um, but, um, but so we'll, all the, every, everyone who buys a ticket, will get a skinny tea. We'll get a book from Susie. Uh, and, um, and, and, and if they, if they want to jump on, I mean, we're really going to encourage people just to be a part of the night, whether they are, are able to support us this year or not. We just really want to spread the word about, um, some joy in the world and hearing some inspirational stories uh, and, and make it happen. So um, our website, jbshumanservices.org, is the place that you can get all that information. You know, if anyone wants to drop a cool million on us, that's fine. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, 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 what's that? Turkish lira? Is that <laughs> yeah, so about $8 is what you're going for there, Bob? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was looking for the dong. That's what, you know, or... Uh, <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, Zimbabwe. Uh, South quick. Woo. Little Zim. I don't know. Um, but either way, if it has value, we'd love to be able to uh, to use it to pay for our staff and to help people out. Well, and so, and one of the things that actually I didn't know you did uh, that I just saw, you know, in in the pre-show notes, uh, you guys offer like um, like emergency financial counseling and that kind of stuff for people that are distressed and and are having some issues on that side. Which obviously another big topic. I think one of, I, there was a I want to say it was forty percent. That sounds high in the, in my head, but some, there was a ridiculous number of people that missed a rent or mortgage payment in the month of September um, because of everything that's going on. Uh, and so, obviously, like that's a, a big service that people would need right now. Yeah. So, financial capability is going to be an enormous uh, need. Um, and and what we would say is that the, the sooner people can get in touch with our team. And, uh, and, and talk to them. Uh, it's, about, it's about getting a hold of your, your, uh, your, loan, your lenders and helping to make arrangements. You know, if you can keep everything moving in the right place, it allows for you to you know, keep, keep from going in, you know, into bankruptcy and all those other things. Right. Really take care of your family during that time. And so I, I'm not supposed to share this with you guys. Uh, so don't tell anybody. No one, no one's paying attention. It's fine. Just, just yeah. So we, uh, we're, we're, we're in the process. I think it's going to be launched later this week. Um, is we got uh, support from TCF Bank, and um, they've given us uh, a grant to allow us to to really encourage home buyer home ownership at this point. That we're going to be able to help about forty people either a grant for down payment assistance to help them or even a, even money that will help them to um, to get into like paying off a debt of some sort to get their credit scores in a better place to position them better for home buyer home home ownership so we're excited about that so even when things are feeling a little bit down and, and you know people are missing things there's still um, there's still opportunity for folks and we just want to be able to in, in whatever way that, that we can be there to support people. So don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
because that hasn't been long. <laughs> and Allison, you know, our, our friend Allison, she that's supposed to be like a deep secret that she's ready to put out in the PR tomorrow. And I don't know if, if I'm allowed to tell you. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just I'm surprised my phone. Is, if it was that bad, my phone would already be ringing. Let's let's be clear. It would and I would have her in my ear chirping away. You gotta sell what's on the truck, man. Never sell futures. Never sell vaporware. You know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I didn't say anything about it, but like in reality, if people are having trouble, they're they're having trouble getting to their payments. Um, the most important thing is to get in touch with one of our staff. Let us kind of let us walk you through that process and and help you stay in your home and and keep your credit creditors off your butt. Um, and and one more thing that the JVS can be there to help people out. Very cool. Yeah, you guys are awesome. By the way, a big uh, every time we talk to you, man, I get uplifted that there's people doing decent stuff for people in the world. You know what I mean? It just seems like everything. It's, uh, it's a nice counterpoint to my Facebook feed. It's uh, it's. <laughs> yeah, you just want to argue. That's not. It's not even doom and gloom. You just want to argue with someone because you know. Here's a little seat for you. Please take it, sir. Then, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you, you see his face. You know, what? Yeah. Back to, like, back to 96 message forms all over again. I would never plant a piece of cheese and wait for a mouse to come along. Ever. No. So, hey, uh, uh, jbshumanservices.org. Um, I mean, is what, anyone can – I mean, this is open – I mean, if anybody needs help, right? I mean, this is the you know on anything that you know. I'm I'm trying not to limit it to you know. We talked about, but I mean, if anybody uh, with job stuff with anything, I mean that you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a wide range of services they provide, and and you should be checking them out. I mean, because it's one of those things where a lot of people complain that they don't know about resources that are out there and that kind of stuff. So, what does it hurt to you know just go check out the website and see what they do and have an aha light bulb? Oh crap! I I need that. Let me give them a call. Moment. You know what I want to rant about? Is is the one that people always complain that they don't teach a money management and credit and all that stuff in school. Like in high school, as if you would use that information in high school, like and as if there's not a hundred thousand Udemy and YouTube courses, uh-huh. places like JBS. You know, well, like dude, again, idea. my kids. Hey, my kids are thirteen and eleven. They both have. I I did that whole green light uh, debit card thing with them. Um, you can set it up through the app that you know you can like set up chores that they can earn money for. Um, you can delineate a certain percentage of their money that has to go to savings. Some they can spend. You can dictate where they can spend it. That kind of stuff. Um, and it is. I mean, it's it's teaching them money management and how to budget. They're both. You know, they've both already saved up for stuff that they wanted to go buy, uh, and they've gone and bought. I mean, so I mean. It's it, it's out there. And you can push red light. <laughs> red light? That's a different thing, isn't it? No, I need that for my daughter because, like, yeah, I just got her a regular debit card, and it's like, wait, you're broke? Like, that's like every week. Yeah, like, no, broke? get yeah. Seriously, I'll, I'll it, it's it, it's phenomenal. I I freaking love it. It it's it it's a great little app and a great little tool. So I I'm, I love my son for the fact that he's one of the cheapest people I've ever met in my life. He loves to earn money and he hates to spend it. <laughs> that's that's my daughter. That's that that yeah. She's she's all about just like hoarding for whatever you know whatever it is that she wants and and then and then she wants to price shop and then you know figure out where the best price is. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that, you know I mean that that's part of it. But you know so it it's one thing to learn how to budget when you have money. 
it's a way different thing to budget when you don't. Yep. And, uh, and I think that's, that's one of the things I admire about, about people who have the courage to come to our, to our services because um, they're, they're in a down place at that moment. So if, if they're willing to come in and say, you know, things aren't looking the way I want or I don't have the money to cover these things, and, uh, and our team's able to really um, to, to help them figure out those bills. But then, you know, as, as so many human service agencies are, if, if we're not doing that work, we're connected to people that are doing that work. Mm-hmm. And so if there's some emergency money that, that we can help people get connected to, we're, we're going to be doing that as well. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so when Jason was here, did, uh, did he talk about um, our two new career centers that we launched. Not, not that I'm just throwing that out there. No, I honestly, I don't, I don't know that he did. So we're out in Waterford, Michigan works. Right. Um, and helping people out there. Those folks, you know, when all, when all that unemployment million people applying for unemployment, uh, not even their jobs. And they just like learned a new skill, like months after they started their new jobs and, and we're helping unemployed people get connected to the unemployment insurance agency, getting their, their unemployment, making that happen. We also have a new location down working with Detroit at Work, um, and it's in the old Durfee uh, Middle School. I don't know if you guys are familiar down that area, next to Central High. Um, so we are we there's this uh, place called um, it's called Durfee Innovation Center. There's 15 different nonprofits. And we're all working in the same building. Uh, and we're there to, like, we're doing the workforce and financial literacy. There's someone else that does um, straight-up literacy. There's another. There's a training program that's in there. Methodist Children is working with youth aging out of uh, foster care. And there, and it's just this amazing synergy. There's a. I was going to say, that's actually got to be really, really helpful, having all of you guys co-located and so close that you can, like, kind of cross-reference all the time. So like uh, Detroit Metro Youth that used to be a uh, Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. is in that space as well. So while the kids are getting help, the parents are coming in and, and getting other work and it's amazing space. Um, and it's really, and, it, and, it, and it's just there to just support a community. Very cool. Uh, and it, um, it, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's very exciting to be down there. So another different space that we're helping job seekers and helping people uh, connecting them with the resources that they need. Do so you want me to just keep going on? You can keep babbling if you want to. We don't want to hold you up all night. <laughs> so I had, I had a 7 o'clock meeting this morning. I, I'm like dying. Right oh, now. well then, by all means, dude, we, we're, we, we've gotten more than enough out of you. We can cut you loose, and God knows we have enough to babble about on our own. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you having us out there and spreading the word of the work that we do. For sure. And uh, and again, just to get it out there, it, it is uh, jvshumanservices.org. Yeah, just just come and get help. That's that's the most important thing. You know, Jerry Violet stuff services. <laughs> Worst alphabet dude ever. Yeah, okay. Jerry Violet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it obvious that I wasn't in the military? I was like, yeah, because Jerry could be with a G. <laughs> no, no, no. 
All right. Well, hey, Paul, thanks. Yeah. So thanks a ton, man. Uh, you know, feel free to drop off. We look forward to, you know, whenever the next round of fun stuff. Oh, oh and actually, the other thing is that event is uh, November 19th, correct? November 19th. Yeah. So there's still time for people to get engaged and all that kind of fun stuff with that as well. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So any anything, I mean, uh, if you're inspired by the, some of the stuff that I've been talking about, give us a call. If you have the ability to help us out, that's always wonderful. So we can help more people out. That's always appreciated. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, thanks, man. Have a good rest of the night. Get you some sleep. Take care, guys. Good seeing you. <laughs> good see you, bud. I'm looking for the Jägermeister next time. I'm <laughs> it's over there in the freezer. Right. <laughs> you well, guys. See you, man. All right. See ya. Yeah, speaking of, uh, yeah, I got a 7.30 meeting uh, tomorrow. So, yeah, can't wait. Wee. Who? That's what you get for uh, asking bankers out. For breakfast. Oh, I was like, how how'd you let that happen? What? <laughs> hey, that's what they say they're going to be, you know, going to be seen, and that's it. So, um, good weekend of uh, great weekend of TV. Actually, I was uh, a lot of stuff dropped, uh, and we had a we actually uh, had a ball this weekend. Binge watched a new series um, that I highly recommend. Um, it's called Barbarians. Okay, on Netflix. Um, I did, I almost didn't watch it because it's dubbed over. Um, I happened to look it up. And you're not a, you're not a, uh, you're not a dubs and subtitles guy. No, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's German Braveheart is what it is. (laughs) Okay. Um, So it's the Romans, uh, invade Germania. And at the time, Germania wasn't united. It was a bunch of tribes. And, uh, it's kind of like the story of, uh, uh, the one group that gets everyone together and, you know, okay. it's like almost like 300, 300 and Braveheart and, you know, but it's in German. Okay. But it's, uh, it's crazy. Well done. It's great. It's, it's shot. Beautiful. Um, it, it's really good. It's it like, it's one of those ones where like, you know, like you still get gladiator and it almost feels real. Right. Like this was like, they did, a, they did a great job with this. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Well, and I feel like the entire free world, uh, or at least most of it, watched, or at least clips of it, the Borat movie that came, that dropped because yeah. of the uh, because of the Rudy Giuliani clip. <laughs> so let me let me t- let me tell you my take on it because I've watched all the pundits' takes on it. And uh, do you know what happened? Like, did you did you watch it? Yeah, the Borat movie. So, like, part of it, I'm like. This is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever like seen in my life. Like, she's just like, okay, cool, let's go into the bedroom, and he's like, cool, but like, at what point does he not like? And then she like takes out his microphone, pulls his pulls his shirt out, and then he like lays back to tuck his shirt in. But like, at what point does he like? The cameraman's right there, like throughout this process. But it was really creepy how quick he was. Like, oh yeah, let's go in the bedroom. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's like, how used to you <laughs> are you? How how often but does the, this happen? Uh, yeah. No, but the but he but the first thing you say, like, yeah, no, the cameraman, the like, literally the cameraman is right here. Like, there's got to be a probably a mic guy too. I don't know, and like it just seemed weird. It it seemed I mean, super odd. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a giant nothing burger at the end of the day. But like. Dude, that was 
Like, for and for him to get, like, I don't know. It seemed uh, like a lot, like a lot of that stuff. It seemed like uh, con- not contrived, but it, a little bit set up. Oh, well, dude, I mean, of course it was a setup. I mean, that's, I mean, the whole the whole premise of it. Yeah. No, but no, but I mean, like, the, like the Giuliani camp, like, was maybe, and I, uh, who knows. But for him to like lay down like that, like dude, super weird. Yeah, a little bit. But I, you know, I, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess it was all right. It was, it was some of the jokes were, you know, funny. Some of them were. I mean, it's it's you know. Borat. Either either you like it or you don't. And it's 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 almost you know it's it's that like the first movie was one of those things that it was kind of there's no middle of the road. Either you love it or you hate it. There's no. Oh, I, absolutely. It was one of my. I loved it. There's no meh about it. Like it's either oh my god, this is genius, was, uh, or this one is of my ridiculous. Memes, by the way, one of my favorite memes was that's great, great. All we need left in 2020 is people doing is things. doing the Borat voice. Yeah, exactly. I did not have that on my 2020 bingo card. Yeah, no. Awfully. Uh, no, but it was. Uh, you know. What's I that? I say it's awfully wishful thinking of them to think that's the last thing bad that'll happen in 2020. Yeah, two full months. Well, now that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like my um, my neighbors got married. They went to Mexico, uh, the Riviera and Cancun, and a hurricane hits the first day they're down there. It's like, you know, they're, they're finally away. They thank God we're out, you know. And then then the hurricane mm-hmm. hit, you know, twenty twenty. Closing. Speaking of bad twenty twenty things, did you hear that the murder hornets are back again? They are. Tracking down nests in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and it's it's not even so much that they went away; it's that the news coverage kind of stopped. Um, and I do I love the fact that the story was basically they took a vacuum cleaner uh, and and sucked a bunch of murder hornets out of a tree. And I'll be honest, why they didn't have like a like a little like blender chopping machine somewhere in the hose to just kill them as they as they rolled through the vacuum hose? Um, I, yeah, I got nothing. Um, but I, I, the funniest part of the story to me was that they've been spending months trying to hunt down this nest. And the way they've been doing it is they would capture like one or two of them and then they would bring them back to the lab. They would, they would then with dental floss tie a little radio transmitter around the murder hornet and then let it go so that they could then follow the, the signal back to the nest. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to imagine like that process. Like, would you, would you just hold the damn thing still so that I can tie these? Like, no, damn it. You hold the thing still and get stung while I tie the crap around it with dental floss. What's wrong with you? Can't shoot it with a dart. What the hell's going on these days? Well, yeah, I mean, they're, well, I mean, yeah, they're about as big as your thumb apparently. So yeah. I mean, if you're an expert marksman, maybe, but, you know, a dart would probably kill the thing. Uh, me with a 22, forget it. <laughs> um, <coughs> by the way, we had an anniversary today. We did. And and I, I, I it's funny because, like, right before you had sent that, um, I, I had been scrolling through my memories and that popped. And I was uh, laughing super, super hard about it all over again. Five years to the day, we uh, trolled and infiltrated the uh, Detroit Applebee's, um, <laughs> which is one of our better, one of my funnier moments. Not funny, but so long story short, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with what we did, um, every news station, paper, everything 
talked about this Detroit's opening up the very first Detroit Applebee's as if the Pope was coming. Um, and they were writing about it like every two, three days. It was the dumbest thing ever. So we, we, we uh, glommed on and decided to make uh, Detroit Applebee's T-shirts and showed up right when they opened and basically made such a scene that we got quoted in the newspaper. Um, you know, me saying this is a huge event. This is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to the city of Detroit. And, um, yeah, and then they left, they left to them all scratching their heads as to uh, what the hell just happened. And, and the best part was, was that we had, we, had, we had the custom shirts made. Uh, you know, a good shout out to John Hoffman over at Fusion Marketing. Whip these together really quickly uh, with the Applebee's logo with the old English D uh, instead of the Apple. And and like that's what sealed the deal is apparently like the employees there and even the manager there thought we were from corporate. <laughs> yeah, what gave it away? I was drinking at noon. Well, I mean, I, I'm not judging their corporate life. I mean, it, it could have been fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the best part is that, like, you know, Bob actually got quoted in the free press, you know, about, you know, oh my God, yeah, this is amazing. You know, eight, uh, an Applebee's on eight mile. Where's the parade? <laughs> right. This is the whole world's here. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was hands down. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a hilariously spectacular day. <laughs> and I don't remember how I incorporated this, like, for months, I was doing the Detroit Apple. Oh yeah, dude! As soon as the as soon as the news story started, we were we were laughing about it and mocking it. I think I think back then though there there was a lot more inebriation going on in the production of this podcast. Well, yeah, what's going on these days? Um, <laughs> where stuff like that was actually funny because uh, now I'm looking back at it, going, "God, what a bunch of idiots we were." Um, no regrets. Don't you know? Don't don't take don't. Uh, um, don't get me wrong, but you know, um, <laughs> we we so, yeah. we we are much 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 more sober these days than we used to be. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, slightly, especially um, five years ago. Speaking of, speaking of my friends in Mexico, did you see this crap going on with Delta? Um, uh, which crap? Appar- oh, apparently with Delta Airlines, they are creating no fly list. Yep. If you're an asshole on one of their planes, uh, without a, like, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm, this is America. Like, okay, cool. Um, you're on the no-fly list. Yep. And that's uh, and that is a lifetime ban. I have zero problems with it whatsoever. And I don't, um, I don't understand. Like, when you're sitting in a Plane like on top in front of it with it you know in front of everyone or next to my Alexa's doing up. I was I was I was yeah. It's like is that your Alexa in the background? God Almighty! Tell what I, <laughs> God Almighty! Sorry, um, I couldn't pay. I couldn't pay attention. Um, yeah, speaking of which, my uh, I posted on Facebook my daughter. <laughs> I, I got a bill from Amazon, um, and I'm like, I didn't buy shit. What what is this? And it's like a dollar sixty eight. I go, what in the world can you buy on Amazon for a dollar? And it was the uh, ultimate farts uh, multi pack um, to make. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say the word because it's gonna turn on 
Um, I, I just, I, I think it's, married. I think it's hilarious that you're trying to blame this on your daughter. Let's, let's be clear. Like that's, <laughs> I, I taught her how to do it. Right. I, you know, yeah. She, she figure out. Um, but apparently, if you say those two words, the A word, and then fart, yeah. it actually just does. Yeah. Um, I'm not doing it. Uh, oh, no. Actually, I'm gonna do it now. Alexa, fart. Hey, I can't hear it. Oh, it did it though. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so I, I, I honestly, I think one of the biggest revelations of this week, um, like I did like Roadhouse, uh, movie we've all seen, we've, we've all seen multiple times, or at least Bob and I have, I can't speak for Randy. Um, apparently the original cut of the movie was three and a half hours long. Um, did not know that. Uh, and did you know that there was a stage theatrical stage version done? That our friend Tymac from The Last Dragon had the starring role in. In the stage version? Yeah. No, now let's get something straight. Like Roadhouse is probably one of the more ridiculous movies ever written. Um like it's like Podunk USA, and then there's like the mafia guy that owns like it's like it's like Imlay City, like the guy that run like the mafia guy that like yeah exactly like, well it, the, the local car dealership guy it's yeah it's yeah <laughs> right and like this badass comes into town to make the rough bar clean like no more fights the like, double deuce it's, it, dude, it's so but it's um but every time it's on i have to watch it. i'll be honest i would watch i would be more likely to watch the three and a half hour cut of roadhouse then I am going to be to watch the four and a half, four hour plus cut of Justice League. <laughs> now, are they doing? Are, are they doing? Oh my god, I, can't, I do not want to watch that. Are they doing the one with Ronda Rousey? Uh, no, apparently that uh, that was last rumored uh, to be a thing in about 2015, and has kind of fallen off the table. They announced, they announced it five years ago. Can yeah, you know, actually, on? you know what did just come out uh, that I am that skeptical. Dave is a bit skeptical about, uh, but they have announced they are working on a sequel to the Last Starfighter. I don't know. I had a Last Starfighter lunchbox that's, when I was little, but I don't remember ever seeing the movie. I, don't I that's, remember it at all. Oh, I I, I totally do. That was go, go figure. The way my brain works, I could probably I could still quote lines on you. <laughs> Zool and the Kodan Armada, um, and it, yeah, it, it was one of those movies that was just it was cheesy. It was I mean it was like Tron, you know, just very cheesy, but just phenomenal. Um, and and it just yet another get either do it right or don't do it. Tron was cheesy. Get out of here. With oh, that. Dude, in re- dude, in retrospect, that's what I said. Like, dude, at the time, the last Starfighter was phenomenal. You watch it now, and you're like, oh my god, so much. It's like watching the original Battlestar Galactica. You're like, oh my god, so much cheese. It was great. Buck Rod, the original Buck Rogers, original Battlestar. It's great. I still watch them, but but <laughs> for their time, they were great. Now <laughs> they are cheese. Not cheese. They absolutely are. Take it back. Um, Actually, so speaking of flashbacks, uh, Atari is coming out with a $390 console this year. Like what? Why? Who who out there is asking for a new Atari console? Who? Enough. Like, isn't it enough? Now, who's making games for it? Did they say anything? (sighs) I, I mean, it's a, apparently like the uh, it wasn't even the guy. Like I'm assuming what they've done is they've put like, you know, you've seen like the Atari flashback 
you know, consoles that are out. Um, cause they said that like the biggest selling point to this is that it's going to have a dual boot. Um, and so you can actually run an actual computer off it, like a, an actual, like basically laptop off it if you want to. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing just based on the descriptions that it's going to be more of an emulator thing more than anything else as opposed to like games actually being released for it. Yeah, no, and it's, uh, yeah, it's running Linux, tons of classic Atari retro games. That fits on about what, two meg for like the whole, yeah, exactly, like an, an old flash drive. <laughs> right, like for $400. And it, three different colors. Wow. Yeah, I'm 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 not rushing out to get that anytime soon. Got, yeah, this bad. This is like this was. You know what this was? This was a. Um, I was uh, Microsoft. Um, like the tell like the uh, comp- like the PC, but it was in media mode. Right. Like, this is like um for just for for streaming music and and shit. Like I'm talking like. 15 years ago. Oh, I remember. That, that's all this that's all this is. That's what it looks like. You know, and then uh, one of the uh one of the topics we hit on a lot earlier uh when everything was still going on was uh Fire Festival. And I'm kind of curious how this is going to work out. So apparently there is uh Billy McFarlane, uh you know, the the scam artist uh <laughs> extraordinaire that was behind the whole thing has apparently been talking with uh, over the phone because can't have in-person visitors um, in 15-minute increments and, and and is about to drop a podcast uh, telling, quote-unquote, his side uh, of, of the Fire Festival story, which greatly confuses me because he was paid to do the Hulu version of that documentary that we all watched, and that was supposed to be his side of the story. So... Did the scammer just continue scamming people and scammed Hulu and, and didn't actually tell them his side of the story? Or is he now scamming people and, and there's going to be no new revelations because we've already heard it all? No, he owes an ass ton of restitution, so he's trying to make money. So he thinks by doing a podcast, he's going to make enough money to do to pay for the restitution. Um, little does he know if he ever paid for a minute of phone calls, not that I'd know, um, but in prison... Um, I don't know if he wants that phone bill. Um, <laughs> from what I heard, I think it was like fifteen dollars a minute or some shit. It's I'm, all like, uh, he's yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not expecting this to actually go anywhere. I'm I'm not. Uh, it actually landed him in solitary confinement after news broke. They moved him to solitary. <laughs> so now he can't even get phone calls. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> wah wah. And- He's been in jail for 29 months, and, it's, and he insists that the whole story hasn't been told. Like, what other? Oh. No, it, it wasn't just cheese and bologna. It was cheese, bologna, and lettuce sandwiches we gave to people. Like, what, what else could you possibly it was, say? It was Wonder Bread. You people don't understand the lengths we went to to get Wonder Bread to make, to make the right, sandwiches right. with. Right. Fresh baked, man. We said the Greek. So I, I love, like, and, and God bless Midroll, um, but they're they've now been owned. They're now owned by what the eighth company since we started working with them back in 2014. Now that Sirius has acquired Stitcher, which acquired Scripps, which acquired Discovery, which acquired, which acquired. Well, I forgot about Discovery. <laughs> yeah, now it's uh, Sirius XM bought Stitcher. Um, again, you know, I guess. It, God bless them if they can, right? But like, it doesn't, like, you know, 
Well, are you it's serious. Want to be in the podcasting game? Or oh, I, content. I don't know. I I mean, are they no, now? Are they? I was gonna say, are they now viewing maybe Spotify uh, at all as more competition? As people are tuning into Spotify for their podcasts and their music and that kind of stuff, and maybe you know who knows. I mean, I, I haven't seen any numbers released lately about like you know a, you know XM subscriptions that kind of stuff. Who knows? I'm still mad at myself about the st- serious XM thing. Why? Oh, when I um, when I made that big commission check at HP, and this was right when the market shifted. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And uh, the Sirius XM stock was a nickel. It was, I re- and, yeah, uh, I remember those conversations. I would have just put like ten grand on it to be worth like a million and a half right now. <laughs> you um, would have never seen either of us ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like that was the, uh, I'll never forget those days. Of, like Because I remember putting, uh, I was going to do the Warren Buffett model. And uh, I put 20 stocks together. And like all of them were like Citibank was three bucks. Um, Ford was way low. Like Dow, Dow was a buck fifty. Ford was a dollar. Um, and I kept calling everyone I knew that moved money. Were like, "Are you buying anything?" They're like, "Nope, it's all going private. We're gonna lose our ass." So I'm like, "All right, hang on to it." Damn you, and people! Like, oh, look what happens. Yeah, I know, right? Next time, I'm not calling any of you. <laughs> I'm just, just gonna do it and see what happens. Uh, so right and i just won't tell anybody um so (laughs) a quick update uh to a story that we talked about last week um as expected the rest of the story has broken uh the new york post reporter uh jeffrey tubin uh yeah he was tubin he uh he absolutely was uh he thought he was off the zoom uh, uh whipped it out and and started wanking that's 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 yeah that's that's what happened that's what we expected. That's kind of what we figured it happened, and and that's that's precisely what happened. And I don't, I like why 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 I I I need the flow chart. Yeah, like we've had this. Like I need I need I need the decision tree that led him to. Pretty sure I'm off Zoom. Gonna start wanking two seconds later. Like I just like I I. Uh. Then he, what was his quote? I thought I put mute on. Yeah, I thought I was muted. Okay, so they couldn't hear you is what you thought. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, absolute genius. Um, I, I there's like, uh, who, was I, who was I talking to about the uh, God bless it. Who was I talking to? How many like they say you'd be shocked how many people get caught wanking in the car, and like. They get put it there on the sex offender registry. They're on the list. Like their their freaking lives are just ruined. And I'm like, whatever. I'm not gonna say the line because you'll isolate it. Um, but like, waiting. Whatever happened to <laughs> whatever happened is the good old fashioned, the old fashioned. <laughs> well, well, and dude, I mean, I've I've seen it happen before. Um, I mean, granted, the last time was years ago when I was still living in Virginia. Um, but I mean, I, I yeah, I and I I don't again. Walk me through the flowchart of your life that led you to here. I am in my car. Got to take care of this right now. That was the uh, that was a scene in Hall Pass with Jason Sudeikis. Uh huh. When the cops rolled up and yeah, yeah, don't don't get it. Uh, so I apparently um, I one of the latest Facebook outrages uh, that everybody's pissed off about is apparently it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown will not be. Uh, on network TV for the first time in 40 odd years uh, because Apple bought the rights to it. 
kids, if it matters that much to you and you don't have the DVD or you don't have it saved on your DVR by now, whatever. I mean, it's in, it, it was in the dollar bin like four years ago and I picked it up just to have it. I, I, <laughs> Plus, Apple is making it free to watch October 30th or what is this? The, is this Halloween one? Yeah, October 30th through November 1st. So you don't even need an Apple TV subscription to view it. You do need broadband. Because I'm an old man. Maybe I'm an old man and I'm a little bit of a peers. There's like certain things like I like watching on like on like time to TV. Um, you know, the, like the old school, like, you know, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and like some of those, yeah, you know, the old claymation stuff. Yeah. Dennis, that was like the only ones, even though I used to set the DVR for them, we'd probably watch them over the weekend. But like, you know, I don't know. It's one it's year like, for Christmas. A, a, I got my mom a whole box set of all of those. Rudolph it's, and the Grinch. And I bought. Everything. I bought that too. Yep. And still, she insists on watching them as they are broadcast on TV. <laughs> well, dude, it's, dude, I have the. I I got the Godfather box set. Doesn't matter if I'm scrolling channels and it's on. Oh well, guess I'm watching. That's that's just how that goes. I don't know. There's a, there's a charm to it. I don't know. Maybe you know, like I said, maybe I'm old school. It's kind of like a you know Christmas story. You know, I got to watch it on TBS for, for tw- you know, 24 hours. In a well, row. I mean, especially these days. I mean, I, I just watch it for the shut up, Randy, and, and then I turn it off because that's all I need. That's <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, um, oh, I think we, we're getting, we got a little present for Randy. I'm not going to announce it. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it'll be, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll text you later. To, I'll text you tomorrow, Randy. We'll, okay. It's, uh, yeah. So in, instead of vague booking, now we have vague casting? Like, is that... <laughs> Yes. No. There's so. All right. Fine. It's out. Uh, there's a there's a new TLD because we were looking for domains and there was a dot gay. So we're like shut up, Randy. Dot gay. And uh, yeah. So that's, nice. Absolutely. That's that's out. <laughs> nice. And people, I'm mad because like you are dot gay. I am dot. It's all taken. Like so you can't like. Well, of, of course people. they are. That's yeah. I know. Like, and I, I thought it like just came out. Like I you had you know. This is brand new, like, but they're all everything. Anything I could possibly think of, <laughs> gone. Like, oh, they probably signed up in advance to, before they went on general sale. I'm sure. Uh, typical. I'm sure. Um, so I'm I, again just with the, on the sequel front, and I'm not sure how I feel about this. Apparently, Lucas is going to be working on a sequel to Willow. For Disney Plus. Why? Well, why? And I'll be honest, like that was one of those movies that I thought was like super under the radar or like didn't get enough attention as or get as much attention as it should have. And I I mean it's it's a, I loved it. It was a great movie. And a sequel would have been great then. I, I, I don't know that I need one now, what, almost thirty five years later? Or twenty five years later? Is it going to be like uh, Lord of the Rings, Bilbo Baggins, that movie where he's like old man now? And, <sighs> Didn't release a whole lot of plot points or anything, just that it was in progress. Yeah. At this point, just give me con. It, give me movies. Give me content. Like there's nothing else to do. I will watch anything right now. I watched Tremors Seven this weekend. <laughs> I will watch anything. Clearly. Um, well, did you watch? Uh, did you watch Mando Monday, dude? No, wait, hold on a minute. It was Red- Tremor Seven, starring Napoleon Dynamite as the main action character. What? John Heaton. Yes, 
And then he comes across this old man that looks like um, Tom Hanks in Castaway, like big white beard, like baseball cap. And I'm sitting there with my wife and I go, that's Michael Gross from the first one. She goes, you're full of shit. And I'm like, then he shaves his head and he's like, Michael Gross. This is the funniest part of the stupid movie, Tremor 7. Um, it's like Predator where they get this cast of characters to go hunt the, the Tremor. Okay. The stupid thing. One guy's got like a Gatlin minigun, like like this huge bodybuilder guy. Of course. Followed by followed by a smoking hot woman with a bow and arrow. <laughs> of course. By another guy followed by another guy with a twenty two bolt action. So I'm like Let's just hit all the genres. Go first. Yeah. <laughs> like who are you getting with that? But um yeah, it was as it was as bad as I thought. Um what'd you think about uh Facebook pulling the uh, Monty Python joke and demonetizing Babylon B that everyone knows is a satire site. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much fed up with Facebook and what they're doing. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Babylon B, but you know, it's, but you know what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the onion. It's stupid jokes. It's, yep. you know, and they've never really been even, They've been kind of tame. Like they don't really go too off pudding. Um, but apparently they used a one liner from a Monty Python movie, which is pretty common. And like literally they got, you know, who knows if it went to a review, review board. Now it's fine again. Um, yeah. Uh, what was the joke? Uh, Senator Hirono demands ACB be weighed against the duck to see if she is a witch. And, and they get demonetized for that because it incited violence. Yeah. Apparently. Um, oh, the Babylon B Monty Python. Yeah, a quote from yeah. Monty Python gets, or a, a, a spoof of a quote from Monty Python gets you demonetized. Gets a satire site demonetized, which is even. Um, well, and the funny thing is, like, yeah. you, like you read the article, and and the guy was saying, you know, we had every expectation that as soon as an actual human reviewed this. It would all go away and we'd be fine. It was not fine in Morgan Freeman voice. Well, the problem is they're 24-year-old first-time jobs that may or may not have seen Monty Python. Uh, you know, true. Like, like, like for my two daughters, like that's required viewing for them. Even though I'm not a fan, I at least want them to dive in the waters because my one daughter, I think that's her sense of humor. Right. And, and yeah, they, they, they freaking love them. But like, again, you're 23, 24, and that's your job. Um, you know, what are you going to do? <sighs> Apparently that. Um, but as I, I, I hit on Mando Mondays quick, but yeah, so uh, Mandalorian season two starts dropping Friday. Nice. Do, do they still need, I could have done without them showing me like cool clips, like, Hasn't it gotten to the point where we know it's going to be good? And and I mean? and please don't make the episode one mistake where you ruin the Darth Maul double sided lightsaber in the trailer that should have been the <gasps> moment in the theater. Well, that was the one thing where they keep showing that one scene. Um, what the hell do they call the goddamn missiles? The hundred missiles out of his wrist. Oh, the hummingbird, or yeah, I think. Thank you, the hummingbird. Where, where, you know, 
where he's in a room and there's like 20 guys with guns on him and he, you know, yeah, I would avoid, you know, not saying I would like to have seen him, but like, please enough. Like we get it. Like you can just show his head. Yeah. Can you avoid, can you, the people putting it out, can you avoid spoiling it? That'd be great. Like, that would... <laughs> no, at this point, like baby Yoda's on cereal. This thing's taken a life of its own. It's bigger than any of them would have thought. Have you seen the, uh, have you seen the new one? That they that they've got released for pre order. The the remote control when I saw the, the whoever posted it. Yes, yeah, so well, I did. So and it's uh so it's it's sixty bucks. Um, not only is it remote controlled, but it has like a like you, there's a little thing you can wear around your wrist or around a necklace or something like that. Um, it will follow you around because it's connected to the device, so it follows you around. You can put it in explore mode, where it'll just roam around, making its little baby Yoda sounds, doing its thing. Um, it will play hide-and-seek with you, where like you push a button, and then you go hide, and it'll wait 10 seconds, and then come find you. Um, it, it, it just it looks outstanding. No, we bought, we bought one um, for Annie's birthday. It's coming up, and it's like a life-size one, but it's just a, a plain Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and then of course uh, it's supposed to be for her birthday. She goes diving into my wife's uh, car and finds it. I'm like, all right, I guess you're gonna have it. Well, happy um, birthday, yeah. Right, but you know, yeah, they're setting it up. But you know, again, you know, this thing's this thing's bigger than I think anyone, John Favreau or anyone that. Uh, uh, oh, that they could have hoped for. I mean, I I would I would almost hope. That this has far and away exceeded their expectations. Like there's, there's no way that they could have counted on this being as as big of a hit as it has been. They just, they just got a. The problem with this is, this is like I'm going to use a bad football analogy. This is kind of like a rookie coach winning the Super Bowl. Now what? It's like a lifetime, huh? Yeah, and now what? No, no, and then he gets a lifetime contract. Um. And then he then he puts out like shit, and then never yeah, and then never wins again. So yeah, I said and now what? Yeah, right. So I, I just hope that you know, Favre, like you know, JB JJ Abrams had like a couple cool cards up his sleeve, and then he kind of run you know you run out of crap after a while. You just it just it's inevitable. Every band does it. Every right you know how much crap do you got to write? Hey, can we add more? Let's add lens flare. I think lens flare would be a would be a cool addition in that scene. <laughs> I I never hated lens flare. When did that become a such a hatred? Like <laughs> everyone was bitching using, about it, overusing it. Because Bob, because, because butthurt fanboys, they they just find anything to bitch about. It's uh, yeah. God, of all the things to bitch about, like that's the like that's that. yeah exactly. That's what you're going to focus on is is the lens flare. Yeah, for sure. Um, Not that they brought up fuel for the first time in the entire Star Wars universe ever. <laughs> It's it's they all, it's just the force, Bob. Everything everything flies through the force. Right, Thor can float in space, but Princess Leia Princess can't. Leia can't. <laughs> um, hey, so on the stupid tip, uh, as we've said since the very first time Randy brought it up, uh, bye Quibby, bye <laughs> Quibby, bye. Stop stop trying to make Quibby Quibby happen. It's never going to happen. And sure enough, it's never going to happen. <laughs> so the day before they announced they were shutting down, they finally released. Smart TV apps. Why? Too little, too late. Like, yeah. why Why would you not have just pulled that at that point? Like, you had yeah. to have known you were shutting down. Like, unless, like, some developers had, like, their bonuses tied to that getting released or something like that. That just seems like a dumb move. Yeah. 
But, may, uh, may I, the, for the final time, say quibble? <laughs> quibble. Right, that's it. I'm done. I think December first is roughly when they're planning on pulling the plug. But I just noticed that the app got oh. an update today. I still have the app installed for some reason. I, never, never ended up paying for a subscription, but the app had a bug update today. Well, and then, and then also, you know, speaking of dying, uh, the whole app is a bug. Yeah, exactly. The entire app is a virus. It is now, it is officially malware. Um, so James Randi, uh, better known as the amazing Randy, no, no offense, Randy, um, died. Uh, for those not familiar with him, um, he was actually one of my favorite people on the planet, uh, for the longest time. Like he was always on, he was the, like he was, he was a stage magician for a while, but then he became, uh, the skeptic. Uh, like he launched a foundation. And put up a million dollars of his own money. Um, I want to say back in the late seventies, if I recall correctly, uh, it was a million dollars of his own money that if anybody could prove to him that they were actually psychic or clairvoyant, the million dollars was theirs. Uh, so that sat out there forever, uh, and no one ever claimed it. <laughs> I don't know who the guy is. So, I mean, that's just pretty much is. Big claim to fame. You would know, like you'd like that. yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd recognize him, or you would have recognized him if you saw him. Like I said, as the skeptic on one of like the the magician show. Like he was, I think he was part of that, um, the masked magician thing that they did on Fox. Like he was one of the commentators, if I recall correctly, or or he was a guest on it at one point. He had two first names. Not a fan. Right. That's that's usually a a, a bad sign. Um. <laughs> and I still can't believe people are doing this. Speaking of bad signs, why why parents parents stop naming your kids after commercial things, uh, trying to get free stuff because they're going to grow up to they're going to be the Menendez brothers. Your, your children will grow up to kill you. Um, parents named their kids. Uh, I'm going to Twifi. I'm guessing is the name T W I F I, um, which is a wireless provider in I believe Sweden, if I recall correctly. Uh, and to get free Wi-Fi for life like that, like really saddling your kid with that name is, is worth. What wife, what's Wi-Fi 30 bucks a month? I, if that, gonna... like, don't, don't like, don't you have a, like, and it's, I mean, it's Sweden. Isn't everything free? Isn't it all social? <laughs> like, is, like is it all the, all the things I've been hearing, like, is it, well, <laughs> Uh, Switzerland. What if it's- oh, Switzerland. Okay, still probably because they can't afford rent. <laughs> I yeah. I just like, I, you know, you're gonna give your kid. A, you're giving your kid a shit ass name for three hundred sixty dollars a year. Seventy two hundred dollars over twenty years. Like that 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 kid's gonna get beat up a lot. Like that 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 kid's gonna have like there's gonna be a lot of therapy copays it, in that kid's future. But it's te- it's not like it's pizza. It's technology. The shit changes. Yeah, and I, yeah, what are you gonna do? Like when that company goes out of business next year, th- then what? Right, it's not like you can give me delicious uh, delicious hot and ready every other day for the next twenty you know for life. Uh. I might call my kid Little Caesar. You know. Um, <laughs> I mean that would be awkward. That would be awkward since you've got all girls. But I mean, you know, you do what you got to do. No, it'd be Lil, the Lil, Lil season. Lil season. Then they'd be a rapper. They'd be. Yes. <laughs> um. 
said, you know, we talked about like, you know, bars and restaurants not being open here. I, this one was interesting to me because um, I know a lot of places are doing it at, here and, and some places are catching a lot of flack for it. Um, but the New York City Council uh, actually, you know, passed a resolution and made it, you know, basically bars and restaurants there can tack on a up to a 10 percent covid uh, surcharge. Um, you know, for, for bills and, and stuff like that, that, that get rung up in the restaurants. And that's like, I'm okay with that. Like under, like having, to, you know, talking with, you know, the folks that are running bars that are, or that are bartenders, wait staff, or the folks that are running the restaurants down at DSC, like things are tough all over, man. Like the supply chain is screwed. The price of everything to get, you know, supply chain, you know, the suppliers are, are costing more and more and more, and there's fewer and fewer customers. You're going to have to understand that if you want that luxury, not a necessity, a luxury of eating out, there's it's going to be dollars. Like that's just how it's going to be. Why do they? Why do they make it a surcharge and not just make a ten dollar item twelve dollars or whatever eleven dollars? Because okay, just think about it from so okay, are you going to reprogram every item in your POS as opposed to just adding a new line item that says ten dollars? I mean, just look at it from a technology perspective. I don't know. I don't want to see a ten percent surcharge, but I don't care if it's twelve bucks. Plus, people are dumb. They only consider the menu price and not the taxes and fees and tip and everything in the price when they consider going out. So, well, I mean, yeah, DoorDash is proof of that. There's like six fees on there. Yeah, dude, I've stopped Where using them. That's ridiculous. Hamburger costs you thirty-seven dollars by the time it's delivered. I'm at the point where I just I figure it's going to be double whatever I want on DoorDash. It's just double. I've I've honestly stopped using them. I, I it, yeah. it it got straight up ridiculous, and I'm just yeah. If it's not on Grubhub or you know Uber, even Uber Eats is cheaper than they are. I just yeah, no. I did the DoorDash. I bought the uh, the thing. Yeah. So you're kind of locked in. Whatever. So then you you get free delivery and free. All the, all the fees are wiped. Everything's gone. Eh, cool. So, uh, so you know, just we've you know we we talked with Augie last week about the election. Uh, one of the weirder stories, or you know, that the, or the freakier stories that's kind of freaking some people out, is there was um, a, a huge database uh, of elect of uh, voter data, um, and I believe it was from Florida and Alaska. Uh, yeah, uh, that got leaked. And people started getting emails uh, that, you know, basically said, hey, I see you're a registered Democrat. Um, if you don't change your party affiliation uh, and vote for Trump, um, here's your home address. Here's this. Here's that. Uh, we're going to out you. We're going to do this. We're going to, you know, basically a, a, almost a cyber threat, you know, not quite ransomware because they're not locking the system down, but just threatening people with stuff. Um it, if you don't change your vote to Trump, uh, and 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 you know give you know and send us proof back that you've changed your party affiliation from Democrat to Republican, and people are like genuinely tweaked about it. Good God! Now this now this just reeks of like being from Russia or like someone meddling mm. with the election. Absolutely, I believe it turned out to be Iran that did it. Oh, it was yeah. Uh, editors, note, yeah, Iran did it. I ran so far away. I ran so far um, away. Yeah, but all a lot of this information is public anyway. Like it's not they didn't actually hack anything. A lot like voter party affiliation and stuff is a public record, right? So yeah, if you know where to look, and I, yeah, and I don't know that the people who do this no, I don't understand party affiliation registration anyway. 
Uh, I never, I've never registered for a party. I, it's I'm, not a thing you know. here in Michigan. You can't, you can, I think, but it's not required. Uh, required. yeah, I'm trying I to think. I see it only matters but during I've primaries. Never, I've never once in my life voted for one or the other party, hundred, you know, down the line or whatever you can click. Oh, it, it has no bearing on that whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, register. Uh, you have to physically register then. No, it's just like, like, like for a party. Uh, you can. It's uh, yeah. It's it's not a big thing here in Michigan. It it is in other states. Like yeah, you, if you want to vote in the primary. Yeah, in some states, if you want to vote in a primary, you have to declare a political affiliation, and then they give you only the ballot that goes with that political affiliation. Oh, Green Party, it is. Raw. Uh, nice Blatt's can, Randy. Where'd you get Blatt's from? What? This is Randy. Randy would like Randy would not be who are you who what is wrong with you that you would think Randy would be drinking blats like come on <laughs> he's drinking barks that's one rung up from the big K root beer yeah and eh, true uh, barks is the only caffeinated root beer that I know of A and W and mug um, are not caffeinated it has bite. Yeah. It's got bite. Uh, apparently, um, Trump's Twitter got hacked again uh, by the by the same researcher that did it back in 2016. That smells like that. This smells like bullshit. This story that his password was uh, 2020 MAGA exclamation point. Well, yeah, and and I mean, but when he did it in 2016, and and I went back and looked, and the stories were around in 2016 uh, that he got access to it with the password of "You're fired," you know, because that's all he was doing then was the Apprentice before all this came up. Um, I, I mean, it, it could be BS. I, I, whatever Twitter says it didn't. Dude, happen, there but thirty thousand people a day were probably typing "MAGA." It's going to be the first thing you typed if you're trying to hack in his. I'm just saying. Someone needs to delete his Twitter. <laughs> There's abs- yeah, him, him and Sabu. <laughs> um, right. But uh, you gotta, I, dude, I love this. Uh, the 24-year-old kid that's built a website uh, that is keeping track of all of the broken ice cream machines in McDonald's across the country. <laughs> yeah. He ends up putting like $13,000 worth of ice cream in his cart at one time or something like that just to check which ones will actually go through. Like there like there, like that kid's going like that kid needs a job. Like he needs to be like that like that that kid is solving problems that the everyday person cares about. He he needs he needs a job. I thought it was a uh, it would be crowd you know what I'm glad I I haven't heard this word in like two years crowdsourced. Like typically mm-hmm. like apps like that, you know, um would be you know people would input it, but he actually went out and tried to buy them, figure out which ones are to order. Yeah, because you can do online ordering. Yeah, so um, it uh, what was I going to say? It's McBroken dot com is the address yep. if you want to check it out. I've never had a problem when I order. If I know I want ice cream, I don't rely on them having it. When I walk in, I'll place an order ahead of time for a McFlurry or whatever, and I never had a problem getting the ice cream that way. So I've never ordered a McFlurry from there ever. Not yeah, once. if you want ice cream, try ordering through the app, and you're less likely to get the excuse that or the machine is broken. Try going to a ice cream joint that's going to have yeah. better ice cream <laughs> to well, be you know, like, <laughs> right midnight or something if you want. Eh, true. 
Uh, and then from the uh, not really a big shock department, I guess Guitar Center is preparing to file for bankruptcy, um, which I guess I, I mean, it's a little sad because they are a great last minute resource. Like if I realize that I'm out somewhere doing something and oh shit, I forgot a cable or oh shit, I forgot this. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll run in. Um, but other than that. Yeah, I don't really buy anything Where from them. Where am I going to play Stairway to Heaven now on the weekends? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there's a sign up, Bob, that says no Stairway to Heaven. Oh. Uh, I don't know. They was uh, – I, I don't think stuff like that's good. Like – where else do you can you try out musical instruments? Though? There's not that many places, especially guitars. Well, and I and I did. I mean, they head. they a couple years ago they made the big shift where you know instead of just being you know instruments and that kind of stuff, they were you know doing music lessons. They were doing you know private sessions and that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I again, you know, it is that a viable business model? You know, in in the COVID day and age, where you're going to be locked in a small room, you know, with with somebody that you don't necessarily know to to learn an instrument. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, like I said, I said they were planning to file, they hadn't actually filed yet. Uh, so I guess we'll see where that goes over the next few days. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, all the places that are going to close after all this madness is up. Um, you Dude, know, what's crazy. Have you driven around? Uh, we driven around lately this weekend. We had to go somewhere, uh, uh, and all of the spirit Halloweens or whatever they're called these days, um, there's a line out the door um, of like minimum of 20, 30 people outside. Really? Um, mm. These are only letting so many people in. I get that, and but aren't there like, like aren't there like four every block now because of all the stuff that's closed? <laughs> well, and they're huge. They're the size of like yeah, because they're all old circuit cities and shit. Yeah. Um, but there's lines are outside of the three of them that we saw. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm not expecting Halloween to be that big of a deal this year. Um, in fact, I was. I was just laughing because I was listening earlier. I was listening to my kid while he was gaming with his friends, um, and one of his friends asked, uh, "Like, hey, when are you going trick or treating? Where are you going?" And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, I'm not going trick or treating." He's like, what do you mean you're not going trick or treating? He's and the kid, God bless him. He's like, dude, there's COVID outside, and my dad always buys way too much candy. Why would I go trick or treating? <laughs> Did we talk about the uh, the PVC launcher? I think uh, we talked about that last yeah, week, yeah. and like my, you know, it's that yeah. elbow joint at the bottom that I have the issue with. Like that's that just signals you're giving out cheap small candy. Like that's yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit on the box table all day. Watch the table from afar, refill it periodically. Yeah, like I said, I'm 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 really not anticipating seeing a whole lot of kids. I'm just not. I you know, and I do. I I, I feel for the you know the parents that have you know kids at that age where that's still a big thing. I'm like my kids, dude, barely made it through like six houses last year. You know, because it was cold. It was half rain, half snow. They didn't care. They knew we had a bunch of candy at home, so why bother? Um. Uh, yeah, I, it just you know I I, I don't know I, this this should be the year where the kids stand out in front of their house and we drive by and throw candy at them. Like I feel like that should be the thing. I think they're doing like not like a trunk or treat, but they're doing like drive drive by event at like the middle school. Um, we're taking candy there or whatever. See, so that seems worse to me than regular trick or treating going to a large crowd of people instead of you know one or two people out and about at your door at a time i don't know 
That's yeah. okay. It, 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 uh, just remember, you know, ran, COVID goes away five days later, Randy. It's okay. It'll, it'll all be gone by then. That's, yeah. Four days. <laughs> Uh, and I did, uh, I went and turn, I went, uh, I, I, I have now officially voted, um, uh, when, even with a recent COVID outbreak at the damn clerk's office, uh, they went through and sterilized everything and were closed for a couple days. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's, that's, that's off my plate. I'm, I'm done. It's over. Just let it all be done and over with now. Yeah, I did too. It was time. Um, Hey, I I guess we should try to talk a little bit of tech. Um, If you've got a Comcast voice remote, um, apparently there's an exploit out for it that lets people basically take control of it and just start listening in your house. That that seems like a problem. I um, I have mine. (laughs) Um, I do use it once in a while when I'm lazy. Um, I don't. Get the ex the exploit doesn't I don't want to say it doesn't make sense to me. What are they exactly doing? Because I tried I read it twice. I mean, to me, it's no different than uh, you know it 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 basically just activates the recorder or the you know the the input and 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 lets somebody basically tap in and hear what's going on. And again. Have fun. Somebody, somebody to, wants to listen to you yell at your wife to bring you Cheetos and Funyuns and yell at your kids. Right. <laughs> Annie watching her YouTube kids in Russian, whatever crap she watches, <laughs> and then me watching Food Network. And yeah. And I, I didn't get too deep into this one, but I mean, just again, so you've got a school system in Mississippi uh, that apparently fell victim to ransomware, uh, and it cost them 300 grand to get out of. I guess they paid it, which. Yeah, I mean, if you have not to. Only did they, not only did they pay it, they voted to pay it. Like the 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 school the school board, like it was a, it was a conscientious decision between all of them. Like, which makes no sense to me. Like, it's not like the superintendent says, "Okay, we have to." Right. Um, Honestly, just based on my own um, interactions with school boards lately, I, that 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 doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, but it open like it just it 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 opens the floodgates for people to do this to shit. do it again. Yeah, no, that's uh, it. Looks like the three hundred thousand was not to pay for the ransomware. They took the systems offline and paid a data recovery company to oh recover the encrypted data. Okay, that's better. So, okay, then I'm then I then I'm all in favor of it. I misunderstood the article then. Yeah. So yeah, they weren't paying the ransom. They were then uh, then I'm I'm much happier with that then. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, bravo. Cool. Uh, let's see anything. Uh, yeah. Anything else we got? Uh, you wanted to talk about a new phone, getting a new phone. Oh yeah, so I was due for a phone upgrade, and I got it, and. I don't like getting a new phone. It, it's like, it's almost like getting a new laptop. It is, it is phenomenal. It is exciting. It is great. It is also the biggest pain in the ass known to mankind. Uh, cause you know, even with like the smart transfer apps and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't transfer over half the passwords and user IDs and all that kind of crap. And I got to remember, okay, what did I use for this app? What did I use for that app? What were my configurations on this? I got to turn off all the, you know, I got to go through and change all the settings again. Cause even though it transfers the data, like all the stupid games that we play, 
all the notifications are going off in the background again. Every time I open it, sounds are playing and all that kind of crap again that I got to shit down. I just I don't I it, I it, I don't understand why that's not more streamlined yet. Like that why all of that stuff can't just come over from phone to phone, especially like it's dude, it's Android to Android. What what what's the problem? Uh, iPhone to iPhone is much better about that. None of those things are an issue. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good solid week to get everything back to normal, if not longer. I mean, it. it yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it took me about three days. Although I will say this, dude, this the S twenty plus. Holy crap! The cameras on this thing. I feel like I could either like shoot Michael Bay quality scenes with this stuff. Between, I mean, it's got a, a what is it? A gigapixel camera. Um, it's got like hyperlapse and all kinds of crazy shit built into it. I mean, it, it's, it's insane. Um, like, I don't know who actually needs this in their phone, but like the night vision might as well be daytime. It's, it's crazy. I loving it. Hmm. I just got a LinkedIn request. I just clicked it because it popped up and it's a, uh, a girl named Kim Kelly and, uh, six connections. And she's the head waiter at Domino's. I'm a, I'm a, you think I should accept it? Sure. Go for it. What's... <laughs> New York, New York. Oh, even better. Even, who knows? Maybe maybe she's listening. Who knows? You know what I don't get? How do you find me? You have six connections, and it says New York, New York, and you're the head waiter at Domino's. How, how do I become your seventh connection? I, I got nothing. Domino's pizza or different Domino's? It says Domino's, and then it well, brought in the logo. How are, how are waiter? Domino's has waiters. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they had dine-in options. I thought it was just to go. It, it is just to go. Eh. So yeah, that was my mini vent. Like I said other other than taking three days to get back to normal. Yeah, it is what it is. All right, well, hey, you want to wrap things up? Uh yeah, might as well. All right, hey, we're going to wrap things up for episode 371 of the IT and the D Show. I'd like to thank Paul from JVS Services for hanging out with us. Uh, check them out at jvshumanservices.org. Did yep. I do that right? Um, on behalf of Bob, Dave, and Randy, do us all a favor. Drink up your drinks. Get your phone numbers. You don't got to go home, but you get out of the hell out of here. See you next week. Drive careful. Beat it. See ya. See ya.